Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What's up, everybody? This is Bakavites. I'm Frank Furter. That's Magically Average. And today we are going to talk about should manga be accessible in schools? Now, you approached me with this topic kind of just out of the blue. And I really want to hear, because we haven't discussed this at all, before this episode and i want to mm-hmm. hear what thoughts you have on this and like because it is kind of an intriguing intriguing brain buster to me because i i on one hand could think yeah for this reason this reason or i can think no for all the other multitude of reasons so i, I do want to hear your uh opinions on this and what like kind of the thought process behind this topic is yeah i like swinging topics out of nowhere at you mm-hmm. just to keep you on your toters so my toes this one actually stems from a class that I took in undergrad um, as a part of one of my honors electives where we our our textbooks were comics and the sort of the whole purpose of the course was to explore how we can learn through comic books, but not just like not just basic messages, but deeper like historical events or socio-political events or whatever it might have been like there are deeper meanings behind it that you have to sort of like in any you know book of literature that you read you sort of decipher through how the author goes about writing the story and how it's presented and you know everyone's gone through that class in in high school at some point and if right. you've gone to college at college where you're just like you get a book and by the time it's over it looks like a fucking coloring book with a bunch of sticky tabs bursting out of it because you're trying to annotate everything and yeah so i was like well i wonder if you could do the same thing with manga like with japanese comics because we've been seeing more um 
more kids getting sort of into reading manga. Um, I know there was a, there's a famous content creator um, and I, I did not look them their, up their name and I should have before this, but that's all good. That um, happens. He's on TikTok a lot and I think he has a YouTube channel. I think he's making his webtoon that's getting um, published somewhere. It, it very, Is this very the bowling one. No, I don't think so. Okay, then never mind. I don't, I don't know who you're so. talking about. Um, but like very, very well known person in like the manga community and the anime community. Um, and and he donated a a whole library of manga to a school for kids to read. And I was like, oh, that's you know, it's it's awesome. First off, that to to do you know a donation to the library, but specifically for manga, I was like, that's really interesting because like growing up, manga was something that I had to kind of keep on the download not just from like students but from teachers too because you know it was anything graphic or anything that they just didn't know about they're like hmm probably should have to seize this don't know about that yeah basically so it got me thinking well now with how it's anime and manga are more trendy so to speak and it's becoming more I hate using culturally appropriate because it's not that's not the correct terminology to de- to describe this, but it's it's becoming more like normative to read manga or watch anime even for younger kids. That why couldn't we try to get more manga into libraries just to have kids read, right? And then extending from there, why you know using manga probably starting in higher level education courses to sort of teach in a way, you know, different perspectives of authors around the world, how they've interpreted or they've experienced different events in life and portrayed it through their works. So it is a, it's a larger topic, just topical discussion, but I, I, I wanted to talk about the idea of, making it more accessible okay. for kids to have as you know to kids to read manga it, again you you've, you have to be selective with anything like i'm not going to give right. a, a a third grader the catcher in the rye or like to kill a mockingbird you know so i wouldn't give a third grader fucking berserk or no? uh you know even, even bleach or dog. something <laughs> i hope to god that's not that's that's probably on a hentai site if it's if it is written, I don't know if there there is a written version of it. Oh, I, I would be shocked. I'll do the research um, for you. I you don't need to, uh, but like but you know it it would be interesting to see if if more and more school systems will have manga in their libraries again for students to read because I I mean I'm coming from a subjective and and quite biased viewpoint when it comes to this topic, but just allowing kids. The ability to read manga and in getting kids to read is is sort of just a goal in itself right right so if you're getting kids to read you don't know how far that can extend into okay well now can we get them you know to it like they're enjoying reading they're enjoying these comics you know it, it, let's see if we can extend that over to okay well you know now we can read you know lighter novel books and now we can read like and then maybe they get just interested in literature to begin with so it's not i don't want it to be 
something to where people are just you know people see it and they're just like oh they just want to read comic books all day and be a nerd and that's that's bad it's like no it's the purpose is to get kids to read to begin with but yeah i mean can we use manga in situations to talk through some of these you know geo geopolitical topics socio-political topics even just social cultural topics too probably because it's a unique perspective from you know the viewpoints of a author from japan more, most likely yeah um so yeah it's, it was just it's because when i remember when i took that class in college it was people were like Are you what and i'm like yeah i'm reading comic books what what about it they're like <laughs> yeah but what do you do and i'm like what do you mean what do i do i read comic books about like historical events to which we interpret and discuss in class like what it, what are you getting like what's the problem and i'm like it's the same thing if you're reading like a regular book like we we read um one of the famous ones comic books that we read that that is used to my knowledge in certain college courses of this you know in this area is a is a, a comic called mouse mm-hmm. um where it is it's it is just about the holocaust but portrayed through mice oh um yeah like the the the, the cover of the book um it, it, sorry like uh, trigger warnings or whatever leading up to this real quick um the cover of the book is just a, a giant swastika and a mouse that has oh i know what you're talking Adolf about hitler yeah like it, it's a it's a very like it's very blatant like it's this is about the holocaust yeah um but it's 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 in a it's in a comic book yeah but we we used it to talk through like okay you know the author is portraying these you know characters through mice and different animals and stuff you know what connections can we draw this to and then i was like well it's just like animal um like animal farm uh which is all about communism and we kind of started to draw comparisons there and talked about like how during the time you had the fascists and the communists so it sparked this whole larger debate and i'm like that's cool you got that all from a comic book now can we do that in the manga can we talk when we read full metal alchemist and talk about fascism and government states and different government bodies and and how their you know they, their actions affect the landscape of not just the nation they're in but other nations like cool cool things to discuss yep um so i guess really to just kind of springboard uh, a little bit off of this and just kind of have a discussion around it um i think from a university perspective i think it would be well worth it for the fact that i mean you took a class so it already exists i think that it would be well worth it to for different writing classes and different literature classes that are doing research into different you know yeah different different countries and whatnot i think that it would definitely be worth it and add what i'll add the little thing that this was it was just strictly an honors kind of thesis class exploring different mediums of teaching topics such as you know the holocaust and again like other historical political cultural events so it wasn't it wasn't exclusively a literature class Um, right because that's a whole other thing too but continue with the rest of your points before i tangent off yes um so because i had the um fortune enough to go to a private school i'm actually in the dark do and this is going to be a real dumb question and i promise you this is because i just don't know do public schools have libraries 
Yes, yes, we do. Okay, I'm just making sure. <laughs> not just for you rich, pompous fuck nuts. I'm, Us I, poor people motherfucker, also get libraries. I, was, I know that there are generalized libraries for your city. I did not know if each public school has their own library in it as well. I am... That's... Anyway, I should I, I shouldn't I should not generalize. Most public schools have some library, um, but I, I can't say for all. I, I mean I'm in I'm in the Detroit metropolitan area, so I there's plenty of sc- inner you know city schools that might not have the most vast libraries, uh, but I I do think there are still some libraries. So my question is is that I know that actual like city libraries do carry manga and they they it's free you can go get it and they like today you i don't know if you have to reserve them in advance but um i know that majority of libraries out there carry a good selection surprisingly of manga so i think to answer one point there is already that out it's already out there for your public library as for in the actual school i'm don't know for you know middle schoolers to high schoolers for the fact that they're not using comics really to study as more of an like using them as an escape or some form of entertainment i think that they can get what you got like you know a uni student could get out of a class by reading it by see like seeing the deeper things and having that discussion. But I think the younger you go, the more it's going to be like, Ooh, look at this comic book. Ah, ha, ho. Um, and I, I know that for the fact that in my private school, they had comics, they had like captain underpants. They had for the life of me while you were talking, I was trying for the life of me to figure out what fucking book I read as a kid. That was a comic book at my school library cannot remember it was some weird obscure book that i absolutely love but anyways i know that it was something that i used to read at my school but it wasn't impactful enough to me that it was like i could write a book report about this like a, you know fifth grade book report about this i think that there is an argument to be made about high school and you know university students they already have it that's fine i think there could be an argument for high schoolers to have it in their libraries for them to be like hey you know here's some offerings from you know different countries you know because i i assume that school libraries now would have books from different countries that are made by, you know, uh, authors that are depending on the state you're in, maybe. Yeah, probably. So I know if you're in the state that I'm in, probably not. Um, because we're a stupid, silly state. Um, but I think depending on what state you're in, they already have it there. And I think, yeah, again, high school, I think you can make a case. I don't think anything, before then would be beneficial i think it would be more of a distraction no and and i agree with that it was more just using using manga because so, so i i guess to to draw a comparison to what you were talking about when i was in elementary and middle school we had the scholastic book fair and that was all a ha- always a happy time because i would always get <laughs> either Captain Underpants or Garfield or some some comic book of some kind because I, I was reading you know my mom had me reading like a book before bed um, and most of the time it was like an, a novel of some kind when I was growing up I read um, the 
um, unfortunate, the unfortunate events, a series of unfortunate events. Man, I knew I was going to get the. Oh name. yeah, um, I have every. I still have all those books. I do too. Wonderful series by Lemony Snicket. That was fun. That transitioned into reading Harry Potter as those came out too. Um, and I just, I really, really enjoyed reading as a kid. But then, like, the fun time reading was when I could get my hands on, like, the newest copy of Captain Underpants. Or, um, like, my dad gave me his old Calvin and Hobbes comics. So I read those. Um, like, Garfield was what I would always rent from the library, too. So, yeah, like, growing up as in elementary and middle school, like, they were just for funsies. And then, you know, in, in high school is when I started to read them more for you know, for, for scholastic purposes, educational purposes. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then university was sort of like, was like, Oh, what if you melded the two? What if you read them for educational purposes to, to, to stretch the bounds of your mind and kind of make you think deeper about, you know, what the author is truly writing about, but you can also enjoy it. Cause it's, it's, it's interesting. It's fun. And it's still a comic. So that's sort of the mindset that I have with manga. It's like, can that can that formula sort of translate over to manga, where it's like the elementary and middle school, you're just you're just just to entertain. This is just to get them introduced. This is just to try to see if they're gonna get them to read. Because again, it, it no kid is is the exact same, but who knows how many kids might pick up a manga? Let's let's say something easy for the kids to read, like Naruto or something. I don't know. Right. Or One Piece. Right. There's a bajillion of those. That's easy. Just stack the shelves. <laughs> um, and they start reading, and they're like, hey, reading's kind of fun. I like the fact that there's pictures, there's action. You know, it's just getting them to read a book, and then it, just having them get interested in reading is, is a success in itself. Then transition into high school to be like, okay, can, let's take these this medium, this these Japanese comics, and let's kind of look at them more from an educational side and read it for that purpose. Right. right? Cause you can do that with, with a good amount of series and it's not sort of, it's not stretching the realm of anything. Right. You can even pick up demon slayer and just talk about, you know, in a, for a history class, talk about the time period that it's set in, like what, what was going on in that era of Japan in which this is sort this is why it's said. And these are the locations and yada, yada, yada. Again, I mentioned full amount of alchemist. That's a really easy one to pick up and just go, fascism mm-hmm. have your way with it <laughs> <laughs> so it, it it just it seems like there's a larger use for manga than than just you know just for the the, the hobby side um and I, and I feel like it would be a great way for schools to again entice students entice younger audiences to just be interested in reading and enjoy it and then later on to sort of meld them and be like, hey, you know, that really cool series you like, let's discuss it more in depth and, and truly pick out the the messages that are being sent by the author. Like what what are these what are they trying to convey here? What are they what are they trying to bring across to readers? Not just in on the panels, right? What you know, what they're physically like drawing and writing, but you know, beyond that, like is there anything else? that they're trying to get across to readers. I think that's the cool, that's like the really cool area that could get students even more and more interested in it. And then, you know, then you have a whole new generation of kids that can say growing up, like I grew up reading the, the, the big three, I grew up reading Naruto one piece and bleach, even though they came out 
you know, 25 years before I was born or whatever. Yeah. Like that just, that to me seems like it would be sort of the next step, the next evolution of like where manga and, and, and this medium can go in specifically in the United States education system. Yeah. I, again, I think that there, there are people who could and will, you know, there are kids out there that I think will get a lot out of it and can get a lot out of it. But I do think that there will be even introducing it. In, and as a young, it will get them into reading, but I think it will be more of a distraction to them than anything else. And I, but that's fine. That's fine. It, it, I, I am not in tune with the younger generation, mostly because I'm a 28 year old man who's married that doesn't have kids. So it's probably a good thing that I'm not, you know, yeah, probably elementary school. Yeah. So, you know, positives there, <laughs> but it, in my mind, I, if it's a distraction to them, that's great. I don't want to sound like I'm a, a, a boomer parent or anything, but like, it's it's good for kids to play video games with their friends because it is a act of like interacting socially, even though it's through, you know virtually. I it it is still gratifying for kids to have that connection, but it's also gratifying for kids to you know go outside and hang out with friends you know at school too, right? Yeah. It's also fine to have distractions. It's fine for kids to have a hobby to play video games to play a sport to read like those are all good things so it doesn't in my mind it doesn't matter if they're reading if a, if a five-year-old kid wants to pick up and read shakespeare go for it little dude but if you would rather pick up and read volume one of one piece that's yeah that's your decision too that's great just getting them to the point of wanting to go hey can i can i get another one of these can i read and more is there more of this out there just have a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot may be your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states learn more at uh1.com i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Having them reach that point, you've already accomplished so much, so many goals, because you've got them to read, you've got them interested, and you got them wanting more. And that's hard. Like, it, I, I feel like reading is, getting kids to read is getting harder and harder because there are so many other things out there for kids to be doing. Kids have a bajillion different types of video games. Like I know for me, it was a combination of like, I played hockey, but I also played video games. I also played with my friends outside. I also read and was nerdy and collected Pokemon cards too. And you know, like I had that side to me as well. Like I sort of did the gambit, but you know, for a lot of kids, it's like kind of one, it's like only a couple of things, you know, maybe you're only interested in video games and 
not really interested in school, or maybe you're just the sports kid, not interested in school. But if you can get into reading, then who knows what can come after that. So just that initial step is sort of the key place for me. True. But I, I do have some hard thoughts into, or not hard thoughts. I, I do have Near some skeptical. Thoughts. Yeah, I'll give you. I have skeptical thoughts of reading manga and converting them into actual readers with books without pictures. Because, like, while manga is a great substitution for stories and storytelling, I think that there's a lot to be said about actually reading books without pictures. Like, you bring up To Kill a Mockingbird and everything else. I think that, for me, I know me personally, I used to read comics as a kid and then I read books, but after reading fantasy books and such and having to be forced, you know, forced to read books over the summer for summer, you know, summer reading. Mm -hmm. I think that being that forced to read and then just having to read books that, you know, that weren't comics or weren't in my interests. I think that that kind of turned me off to reading altogether because while I can read manga, you know, I can read four volumes or whatever in a few hours and just, you know, be fine with it. If I try to read an actual book with no pictures, which I've tried doing pretty recently, I fall asleep every fucking time, no matter how riveting the fucking book is. God, you're an old, so old, it, old man. I, it, I find it uh, like I, the skepticism in my heart says, like, how will this actually convert them into actual readers? Like, I say actual readers as in non-comics, non-manga. In again, I, I, maybe I'm just looking at small victories and, and saying <laughs> job well done. Because, on the back. Yeah, I like, so to what you're saying about, like, reading, being assigned to read, being told what to read. I always hated that as a kid. Like, I hated that through high school. I did not enjoy the fact that I was being told, hey, you have to read this thing and then come back and tell me what it says. I would rather you say, hey, topic is this. Find a book that has a message related to this. Read it. Come back. Tell me what it was. That seems more in line with sort of the freedom that I get from picking and choosing what I want to read. Right. Yeah. So. And I, I will say, I will say real quick, like my sister was a teacher in in Houston, no longer anymore. And she would take no longer your sister, no longer my sister, no longer a teacher, yeah. um, no longer a teacher. She would what bring in her personal like manga collection, like she would bring in specific series for her class to read on breaks and whatnot. And she kind of found out to the detriment to herself that kids would just stay in her classrooms during, you know, lunch and everything to read comics. Which it's it's not saying and, that comics won't get them into reading. Like they'll read comics. It's a matter of how do we get them to read more than comics to expand, you know, on that. But that's to, but, but to that's kind good. Of expand. That's but but I, I I guess again small victories here. Like what I, I'm not saying like you read manga and then bada bing bada boom you read like five novels a week and you become the smartest human known to man oh no he's like, addicted I, to books what are we gonna yeah, do yeah I, that's not what i'm here that's not what i'm saying here i i all i want is for kids to want to pick up a book 
not because they're being told to, not because it's a sign, not because they have to write a research paper on it, but because they want to pick up a book and read it, no matter what it is, okay? And and if it starts as manga, that's great. And if it continues to just be manga, that's fine, right? You're because you're 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 at least have some escape from the here's what you have to read to here's what I want to read. Because what I don't want to have happen is for kids to go through school, which it seems like it is more and more these days, where kids go through school and they fucking hate reading because they're always being told, hey, you gotta read, you gotta read this book. This is your summer book assignment. You got to write a research paper on it. Oh, guess what? Two more books coming down the way. Get ready to have a test on these. And then you loathe reading. Like that was my whole fear after I graduated law school because I had to read so much throughout the week. Every single day, it was 50 to 75 pages of legal text, like case studies and and understanding law and trying to interpret what the fuck the old English judges are fucking talking about. And then it's not English. It's some alien language that they made up because they were either high on coke or drunk or both and just just fucking loony bins in their judge robes and curly wigs and gavels. Just that I I I was I was like, I don't want to read ever again. I, I don't even want to see a fucking book. But manga was my one escape from reality because and and newsflash spoiler alert folks it's still reading like i i still was reading but i found the one thing that made reading enjoyable to me and that was manga and i i still do read from time to time it's not as much as i used to as a kid but it definitely but it's because it's more manga right now it's that's just my happy escape and that's fine, yeah. right? Because I'm yeah, yeah. still reading. I'm still, like, I'm still interested in literature. And again, sorry to burst everyone's bubbles. Don't want to make your heads explode, but manga is still literature. Comics are literature. Just because they have pictures and just because they turn the opposite way of normal Western um, United States books, English books do, doesn't mean that they're not literature it is still literature so to the original point that i was making if i get a, if a if a kid goes to the library and sees this really interesting spine and goes huh naruto that sounds like a really weird word that i don't know what it means i'm gonna pick this up and then goes whoa you flip the pages backwards that's odd oh my gosh it has pictures in it and they start reading it boom that's it. It's checkmark success. You did it. I I just so, I want kids. I want kids to get into the library, reading, interested in in books, and manga's a great in a great spot. Again, who knows where it's gonna spiral? Will it spiral into the kid starts reading, uh, the the fucking Sun Tzu's uh, Art of War? Probably not. But. Could they end up just enjoying books in the future? Yeah, a good chance because you get them interested at a young age through a medium that is enjoyable to them and not forced down their throats through the school curriculum. You don't want to ruin something in them. That's why I fucking hate math. Math was never made fun for me. Oh, that was made no fun one, for me and I loved it. 
Yeah, because you are fucking weird, and we've already talked about the fact that you're weird. I'm just so we're weird. not going to go fine. deep into it. I've got, I've, like, I've got two but, questions for you then, just to just well, to kind of hang it... on, hang on. I just want to wrap up my one uh, point. If they made math fun, which some video games tried to, like Putt Putt, and I think a couple other you, games, don't you fucking dare make... talk shit about no, Putt Putt, no, no, no. Spy Fox, Putt -Putt. or Freddy the goddamn Putt -Putt. fucking fish. Freddy the goldfish. Yeah, I loved him. There was another one, PJ, PJ... Pajama Sam. Yeah, Pajama Sam. Um, they try to make that stuff fun. They try to make math fun. They try to make like other subjects in school fun. And they did a good job with it. But beyond that, when I was getting into middle school and high school, sure, I was good at math, but I fucking hated it. I didn't like it. It was dumb to me because I didn't have anything outside of it to escape to to be like, oh, man, actually, you know what? Math is kind of cool. I like this aspect of it. This is really interesting to me. No point was I was uh, – did I ever want to go, huh – I really want to figure out what what those like fucking beads on the 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 old like uh, the beads on the wire do like like that's how do they use that for math before what the fuck is uh, that thing called I know what you're talking about I can't think of the actual <laughs> fucking name of it um, I, I used to know it but well yeah but you see what I mean like it it makes something fun for kids by just giving them the access to it like so, again it, it will will they end up reading forever. Who knows? But just you just got to get them interested from the start. So my two questions to you, and and one oh, is God. one is just a fun one, and then the okay. other is like if you were to actually do this, what would you do? First one, what was the worst assigned book that you had to ever read for summer reading? The Cage. The Cage. It's a book that no one probably knows. I don't think it's really technically a book. It's just a short story. It it is. It was sort of our. I. Uh, it, quick backstory i went into a, a very difficult high school most students around the united states know what ap courses are they're like the higher level courses i took ib courses which are like the higher of the higher level courses um it's international baccalaureate courses so like it was like the honors of the honors school so it was fucking t it was tough high school i hated my life for like four years <laughs> um but like our first assignment as freshmen in our english course was to read this short story and to annotate it and come back with like a synopsis basically of what its meaning is and our teacher told us day one like so this is your first assignment fyi the class average is normally like a d yay have fun and i'm like what uh love her to death though she was one of my favorite teachers in high school but yeah that that one that one sucked so for me, I can't because I've tried to push them out of my brain as much as possible. It either has to be The Hatchet by Gary Paulson or um, I think it's called The Giver. Ooh, The Giver was a good one, though, I thought. Yeah, it was I The Giver. Giver. No, I fucking hated that book. That book was a piece of shit. Oh, again, you just don't like reading because you're I don't. That person, yeah, so fuck you too. Weird. Okay. Anyways, right, what's not serious question? Here? The other serious question. So, since you have these grandiose thoughts of like getting kids into manga would get them into reading, what what series would you put in a school library that you would try to get kids to read to get them into reading? So, I would want a balance of things that are to some level i mean it has to all be appropriate right like i'm not gonna yeah. throw in fucking my dress up darling into like elementary no. schools and have them be like 
you can dress up as people and what are those big jiggly <laughs> things um i would probably I, I to me i think like naruto and one piece are probably cool ones bleach might be a little too intense yeah. um naruto might be a little bit intense too but i think one piece is probably a safe one and then um honestly things like you know my hero is fine you know teaching kids there's some to... questionable outfits in it but yeah yeah there's questionable stuff there's questionable stuff in everything it's it's yeah it, there's gonna be a lot of vetting and that's like it trust me with everything that's going on in the world if somewhere to one were to bring up bringing manga in it would be like the next hot topic as opposed to addressing like the actual serious issues so it's not good this this is not something on the chopping block for any time soon but yeah it i don't know i would need to to really look through and figure it out um there's nothing coming to mind everything that comes to mind right now to me is just smut <laughs> so probably you dirty dirty boy you <laughs> well not smut smut but i'm like i'm like what slice of life stuff what easygoing stuff teaching about friendship and and how to navigate schools and i'm like catch no, these no, hands not isn't terrible uh well no it would get flagged because it's lesbian yeah i know but it's not a bad it's it's no it's not a bad one it even kuba, isn't even that kuba, like kuba will let me be invisible would be kind of funny one Comey can't communicate. Comey can't communicate would be a really good one. Um, I think for me, I think a good blend of action, comedy, and slice of life. I think would oh, be uh, uh, a one which one? City. I don't know. Oh, I know of City. I don't. I haven't mm -hmm. read it. Um, I think Toilet Bone Hanukkah. I think that might be a good one. Yeah, That'd because be, it's, it's got some good. One. It's got. It's childlike in its drawings and its art because it is chibi-esque mm -hmm. i think it's got a decent amount of action in it to keep the kids you know the kind of male audience into it but it's also got like the little bit of romance for you know the people who like romance and all that and it's got some mystery intrigue with all the different uh mysteries of the school so i think yeah. toilet bound hanukkah would be a good one but i think slice of life um komi would be a pretty decent one um yeah, I and it's it's it this would this is going to elongate the conversation so I won't go too far into it but it it also kind of gives to, to what you were saying before about how like you know reading something that has pictures in it is a lot different than reading just words and having to kind of imagine things which to me as a kid I, I always enjoyed that I always liked when I was reading something painting the picture in my mind of like the scenery and like what was happening between yeah. the characters and like you know you kind of through the artist's imagery kind of create them in your mind and 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 develop these personalities too as the story goes along manga is much different because it's kind of all laid out there for you but to me it's a kid that's really cool yeah sure maybe some people would argue like well you're not expanding their imagination because you're just showing them pictures and it's like fine but it it is cool for like let's say a kid that might not be getting along with people well and trying having a hard time finding friends like for one reason or another comey can't communicate is a great example of a student that everyone adores but she can't make friends because she has a like talking disorder basically like she can't talk to anyone she gets right? extreme has, stage fright essentially yeah she has extreme anxiety and that's something that you know written down in in a, in a novel you can you can get that across, but it's a lot different seeing it drawn out in front of you and like 
seeing the characters expressions and reactions and emotions played out whereas a kid you can kind of be like oh i can you know that's kind of like me like huh i can i can relate to this character yeah that's cool things like that like it's it's you don't get that a lot and i'm not up to date on my current kids books that are coming out (laughs) um I know Diarrhea, Diarrhea Wimpy Kid was like the book for a while for, for my younger brother uh, when he was in like middle school and into the guy, high school. The guy who does Captain Underpants does a lot of stuff. Like he is the number one selling comic book writer of like not all time, but like every year consistently. Uh, he does that like surprise me. Dog Cop and Cat, whatever. Yeah. That but, doesn't surprise me. But like, but. What is his name though? Holy shit. But. Yeah, like, just, I'm, I'm sure that just having another couple options up there would not hurt Dave, the library Dave Pilkey. Cool. That name doesn't matter to me. The only name that I care about in terms of authors are Lemony Snicket and Jonathan Rand, because Jonathan Rand is from uh, my home state of Michigan, and he wrote the Michigan and American Chiller books. You that know are that, incredible. Just making sure, you know that Lemony Snicket's not his actual name, right? I know Lemony Snicket's not his actual name because I got a book that was written by his actual name. Lemony Snicket is his pen name. Daniel Handler. Yes, I, yes. Anyways. Thank you. The, today is the day that Frank learned about pen names. Today is the day that Tyler decides he's going to fucking murder me. Uh, that, that day was decided long ago. Yeah. But, yeah, to wrap up all my thoughts, though, I... I I think it's it's an interesting area to explore. I think that if the objective is to get kids to learn to read or just to want to read at a young age, you can do it through a medium that is exciting to them. And I think manga is one of those. And then again, it's it's an evolution as it, later on, you can start using them for educational purposes, talking about whatever sort of topic you want to. Because again, spoiler alert, don't want to, freak anyone out here there's a fuck ton of manga out there wow i'm sure there's something for everything yeah i know it's it's mind-boggling shocking yeah so it's just it to me if if we're wanting to hit a couple of different objectives with and in, getting kids interested in reading finding more reading just like different mediums within literature that are not just like novels and or coloring books you know (laughs) yeah as as most boomers assume you either got your books with words or your books pictures that's about it um if you're just doing those two and then finding educational purposes and and ways to you use them to get kids to think more than just what's written out it again look to manga there's a lot of different case studies i'm sure about how i mean my college course included about how comic books can and should be used for educational purposes and manga should be included in that area and with that thank you all for joining us this week greatly appreciate it we will be back next week with a brand new episode with a brand new topic so until next time spark triumph we will see you then hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Baka! Baka nana. 